Maybe you didn't know, but when you ask Jesus to be the Lord of your life, you're really saying you'll marry him. When he knocks at the door of your heart, when he makes himself real to you, he's saying, will you marry me? In Revelation 19, verse 7, and his bride has made herself ready. Fine linen, shining bright and clear, has been given to her to wear. And the fine linen represents the righteous deeds of his holy believers. And so if you're going to marry Jesus, what is being said here is we have to get ready. In Matthew 22, Jesus tells a story of his life, of how it is. His father is having a banquet and invites are sent out, but people are too busy. Oh, I have this to do, I have that to do. Just like now, we have so many things to do that we can't, can't come and sit with Jesus and get ready for that wedding. Three times invites were sent out. And the third time, the king said, just invite anyone. He was angry that no one wanted to come. All that Jesus went through so that we could be one with him. He gave his life. He came. He, he, he didn't even want to be here. He said, how long do I have to put up with you? Oh, you have little faith. He came here to be with us, to show us the Father. He gave his time and his energy to show us what we can have. And yet we're too busy to come to the table and to meet with him, to be recreated in his likeness so that we can marry him. When you marry someone, you get ready. You take the time to adapt to and be like that person, making sure that that's what you want. And if it's not something you want, you break it off. And many people are breaking off their engagement with Jesus because they're, they're, not, they're not in agreement with him. They don't want to spend that time. They don't want to make the changes. Oh, you know, I just want to fit into the world. I don't want people to think I'm religious. And, and you know, I, I know, I know everything I need to do. And I can get in by the skin of my teeth right at the end if I need to. Jesus loves everyone. I, can, I think I can worm my way in. That's what some people must be thinking. Because they don't know the vitalness of getting ready. Being able to wear that dress. Peter tells us Jesus is coming for a church without spot or blemish. Getting ready for it to be beautifying ourselves. We're the groom. Jesus is the groom. We're the bride. And if we want to marry him, we have to get ready. This is what Peter said, Second Peter 3.14, so beloved. Since you are expecting these things, be eager to be found by him at his coming without spot or wrinkle or blemish and at peace and serene confidence, free from fears and agitating passions and moral conflicts. When you're getting ready, you're going to have that peace, that knowing you're not going to be saying, well, I hope so, and I hope he chooses me, and all those other silly kinds of things 
that people say because they don't have that peace. They don't have that confidence because they're not getting ready. Not sitting with Jesus and letting him show us the adequacy of what it's like to live in heaven. Having integrity. Taking on his character. And that's what happens when you, you read the word and you hang out with him. You're going to become like him. But if you're not doing that, you're going to be living by the dictates of your flesh, just like the world. So you can say that prayer. You can say, yes, Jesus, I'll marry you. But then when other things get in the way, and you start dating other men, so to say, then you're really disengaging. You're breaking your engagement with Jesus. He wants your attention. He wants you to have everlasting life. He's in love with you. And so he's telling us ahead of time, you have to have your dress. In Matthew 22, um, further after everyone was invited and the banquet dinner started, there was a man and the, the, the king was looking at the guests. And there was a man there. And he said, how did you get in here without the wedding garment? And the man didn't know what to say. He was muzzled. He just froze because he knew he wasn't supposed to be there. And then the king said, tie him up hand and foot, and throw them out into the outer darkness where there is weeping and gnashing of teeth. You can't sneak in at the last minute. You'll be noticed without your wedding garment. And the garment is for those who prepare. Spending your time being aware of the fact that we have to be received as his. Take on his character. Think what he thinks. Agree with what he thinks. Be in fellowship with him. Doing his work. Following his commands, his precepts. That's why he said, not everyone who calls me Lord will enter into the kingdom of heaven but those who do the will of my Father. And then there's going to be some that think they're going to get in at the last minute. But Lord, I didn't say that. He's going to say, I didn't know you. You were invited, but you didn't come. You didn't come to get ready, so you knew what you had to do to be ready. I mentioned this more than once. I was in heaven with Jesus. Well, the first part, of um, being there with him was a dream. And the second part, um, it was just, I was there. And he warned me that I wasn't ready, that I wasn't going to make it, because I wasn't serious about my invitation. I took it, but I didn't come. I didn't go. I was just doing what I wanted to do. Didn't really want to do my assignment because of the persecution. 
And so I was just hanging out and he just got angry with me and he showed me, you're not going to make it. You're like one of the five foolish virgins knocking at the door. Lord, Lord, let me in. He said, I'm not acquainted with you because they weren't ready. They didn't get dressed. They didn't do their assignment. And he compared me to them. And then I got going. And I stopped dating other men. I stopped having things before him and just put him first. I just put him first. And I I had the dream where I was walking through this great big blue door into the kingdom of heaven. The door was open for me. Come on in. My name was checked to see if it was in the book of life. And then I was escorted through on my way to sit with Jesus. And on the way, the purpose of me telling you this, this much is my dress was hanging there. I saw it. It was like hanging from the sky. Beautiful. Beautiful. And then I sat at the table with Jesus. And there was hardly anyone there. Just me and a few others. Because everybody's too busy to come and get ready. We were encouraged to keep going. And we knew that our name was going to be written in the book of life. And our story would be told. How we pressed in and endured. We took the invitation. We said, yes, Lord. And we understand the vitalness of saying, yes, I'll marry you. And the time and attention it's going to take to get to that place. where our name isn't blotted out of the book of life. It, it's, a, it's a narrow road. And it's a press. And you have to overcome a lot of things. That's why a lot of people are saying, oh, I'm too busy, I don't want to go. I just think Jesus loves everyone and I'll be fine. I can just sneak in at the last minute, but you're not going to have the wedding garment. You're not going to be permitted to wear the garment. You're not going to be without spot or wrinkle. You can't be perfect. You can't be without spot or wrinkle without hanging out, without hanging out with Jesus every day and letting him teach you integrity, love, forgiveness, how to love those who are cruel to you. You can't do any of that in your own strength. And so if you don't come to the table and get ready, then you won't be at the actual wedding feast. You'll be thrown out into the darkness where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. I know people don't want to hear this truth. People, for some reason, don't want to hear the truth. Just don't tell me that. I don't want to know that. I know I'm going to heaven. I know, and they talk themselves into thinking, that they're going to live in the new heaven and new earth or don't even know there's a new heaven and a new earth. But they talk yourself into thinking, um, God is good, everybody gets to go, see you on the other side. And that's not what 
the word of God is telling us. If you don't have on your wedding garment, if you don't know what your wedding garment is, you're, you're going to be thrown out into the outer darkness where there is weeping and gnashing of teeth. Peter said, Jesus wants to come already. He's long-suffering as he waits for us. He doesn't want to come because we're not getting ready. He wants to give us more and more chances. More and more messages. More encouragement. Get ready. Suddenly, like we talked about, it's going to come and it's going to be over. Just like that. And you thought you were going to heaven, and all of a sudden you're standing in hell. Oh, there's no comfort, no, no water. It's hot. And your sin surrounds you. Jesus is preparing us. He's inviting us. Many are called and few are chosen. Everyone's invited, that means. But few are chosen because few have the time to prepare, or few are committed. Few are committed to get ready to marry Jesus. He's in love with you. He's knocking at the door of your heart. And he said, if you heed my voice, I'll come in. I'll dine with you at the table. We're going to be sitting at the table with Jesus. When I was there, I started to tell you that that table went on forever. But there are only a few there. The path is narrow. Not many who, not everyone who calls me Lord, think of that. You think you and your friends are all going to heaven? You know, I, I mean, I, I know a lot of people who think they're going, but they don't know really a thing about Jesus. And so don't be deceived. God is not mocked. A man reaps what he sows. If you're sowing into the kingdom, into your eternal life, that is what you'll reap. But if you're sowing to the flesh, if you're just doing whatever, if you don't have time for Jesus, and you know, some people think they have valid reason, well, I got to work. It doesn't matter. He's on the inside of you. And if you were doing his will, maybe you wouldn't have to work. He said, if you seek my way of doing and being right, everything you need will be added to you. So, if you never asked Jesus to come live on the inside of you, if you never accepted that proposal, and I just want to pray with you right now, and I'm going to assume that you're going to say yes. As we pray, Jesus, we say yes to you. Come and live on the inside of us. We want to marry you. We want to get ready, and we need you to help us. We can't do anything without you. So come. Come, Lord Jesus. Prepare us for the wedding. We commit to be devoted to you and no one else. We love you and praise you. Just I hope you said that prayer, and if you did, let me know. I'd love to know. <laughs>